You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. So close. That was almost perfect. <laughs> Actually, it was almost. You're right. At least it was the right number, just out of order. Yeah. Well, ninety-three <laughs> point. No. That's yeah. Ninety-three point two. <laughs> Close. Right. Hey, you'll, you'll get it if you're it, around there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just keep moving the dial. Yeah. It is outspoken, as mm-hmm. Sergey said. Welcome. That's right. It is another uh-huh. hot mess Sunday. Yeah. If you're not messy this morning, then I don't then know what you've been doing. Then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Right. You should have to take a shower after listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah. We, <laughs> we just feel gross. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> no, and it's it's messier today. Oh, we're yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. But oh, yeah. We're trying a lot of new things. How was your week? My week. Well, you know, I worked a lot this week, so that was good. But yesterday, I decided to go out on a family outing, Whoa. and we went hiking up in North Idaho, and that was fun. That was actually a really good time. I love that that's how your family bonds. I wish my yeah. family had yeah. taught me that early. Yeah, to go to North Idaho? <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> to that. go hiking. Yeah. yeah, to go hiking. Let's bond by yeah. doing exercise. Right, Obviously, right. my family never did. <laughs> Let's bond over Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yes, yeah. we bonded over pasta a lot. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. so you had fun, though. You went. Oh, it was great. Yeah, we, we went swimming in a very cold, very, very high up lake. Wow. Yeah, there was snow right so in the lake, and we were like, oh, well. Snow? It's yeah. 800 degrees down know, here. That's how high the mountain was. There was still <laughs> snow up there. So. You climbed Everest. Basically, they told yeah, yeah. you you were in North Idaho, yeah. but you were in Nepal. Well, we just <laughs> needed to uh, touch up on the Russian roots, you know. Oh, Right. right. You know, <laughs> swimming with Arctic water. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was great. That was their, you know, that's yeah. your family's way of, like, freezing the gay out of you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Major shrinkage, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did that and not me. I'm just yeah. saying, <laughs> as much as I want to be healthy, I don't want to be that healthy. Yeah. <laughs> That's too healthy for me. <laughs> That's too much. Too much. How was yours, Jonathan? What did you do? This was a week. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I can tell you that this week, okay. but I will say yesterday uh-huh. was a random, spontaneous, which was fun. Oh, yeah. And for me, I come from Wenatchee, mm-hmm. and it was old home week for me. I get a phone call in the morning from a friend who I haven't seen in a few years, and he happens to be in Spokane for his business, and he's like, let's do lunch. Yeah. So <laughs> randomly, he was over from Wenatchee. We did lunch. That was a lot of fun. Then my friend Teresa, who's been in the studio before, mm-hmm. she's over mm-hmm. with a friend of ours that we've known for decades right. who now lives right. near the Garland District. And so then I went over there, and mm-hmm. we had dinner at her house, and, and then we were at Trader Joe's up on the South Hill, and I ran into a lady who used to play piano for me when I was out singing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and she's from Wenatchee, and randomly she was at oh. Trader Joe's in Spokane. So <laughs> Everyone's the, at Trader Joe's. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, and let me tell you something about Trader Joe's. Ooh, I have okay. discovered <laughs> that I need to hang out at Trader Joe's more often okay. because I think I'm pretty sure my husband is there. Really? I am, for some reason, all of the, the guys that go mm-hmm. to shop at Trader Joe's are oh, guys yeah. that I'm like, oh, yeah. I will marry you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I like that. I call it the South Hill. Thing. It's very South Hill. It very is. You and I have gone oh, yeah. to Rockwood. Oh, um, yeah. 
way up on 18th, I think. Yeah. Uh, near Manitou. And again, there. I like it there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I mm-hmm. would marry you and you and you yeah. and you. <laughs> And oh, so I think I'm, so I need to just live on the South Hill. Right, yeah. Like yeah, you in could, a box. You could start your own show called The Bachelor. Right. I think <gasps> that should be a good and idea. I can go snip roses from yeah. Manito, <laughs> and then I will just random oh, guys yeah. walking down. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know what this is for, but you get a rose. <laughs> go to the Duncan Gardens, get the exotic flowers. <laughs> right. <laughs> $300 a snip. There you go. <laughs> and you have to pay the bill if yeah. I give you the flower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you say no, sorry. Sorry. $300 no, such like, no, so yeah. that was actually fun. Because it was good, like, good. I will not lie. This week needed needed a fun day. Yeah, it was just. Hard. Oh well. Yeah, I'm glad you, know, you got it that. Yeah. I know it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun, and it was cool. It was in the 80s yesterday. Yes, finally. Which I think finally I'm, I'm all about. Yeah, the hundreds, the 90s. Let's. Mm, but we're back. Today's in the 90s. I again. know. I woke up this morning. I was like, again. Right, right. And I feel mm-hmm. for my poor mm-hmm. doggy. I, so oh, Roscoe, yeah, Roscoe. I've, it's four weeks now okay. that I've had, and he is going to be our unofficial mascot. <gasps> I love it. He's my little uh, wiener dog. Oh. And um, <laughs> so he and Heat, he's not about no. that. He doesn't no. want, I mean, his little feet, he has sure. to climb upstairs to get to my apartment. If it's hot and he has to climb stairs, oh, he just yeah. sits down and looks yeah. at me like, either you carry me or I'm staying here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these are the... Yeah. He will not be a sweaty wiener. (laughs) No, no, he will not. (laughs) So we have a fun Uh show. We will. We are going to have a fun show. We have uh, two guests on today. Mm -hmm. The first we're going to be talking to is um, she is the marketing director for Mm -hmm. local Spokane Symphony here. Um, I'm actually pulling up. Her, I her think name. I'm pulling up her name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure she. It's, it's something like Audrey. It is. is We're going to be talking to Audrey Overstreet. Yes, uh, she is the symphony's marketing director. Mm-hmm. Um, do a little spotlight. They're getting ready in September to um, m- launch mm-hmm. their season, mm-hmm. but they're going to do some fun things. We'll have her tell everyone about right. prior to that, and it's also a great opportunity to come out and meet us. Yeah, uh, from outspoken because but we are going to be at one of those soirees. And in the second hour, yeah. We have Brad Creelia. Brad Creelia. We talked to him on the phone mm-hmm. briefly. So you may ago. have met him, right? A little bit, a, a while ago. No. Oh, you. No, 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 no. The people out there <laughs> like met him as in via listening to them. Yeah, to us. he might. Yeah, and yeah. he was out campaigning. He had yeah, a campaign yeah. at the time. But today he's coming in because he is the co-founder and editor of Hipster.com. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Hipster. What's going on with that? We're going to talk about his experience of right, being a yeah. young man. Uh, who is HIV positive and what uh, what the landscape is like out there yeah. now when you're HIV positive. So things All like right. that. And in a little bit, we are going to unveil a brand new game. So, But before we get to the fun, mm-hmm. we are going to bring on Audrey to the phone. We're going to talk to her for a little bit, talk about the symphony. And um, we're going to let Sergey bring her over in a All minute. right. <clears throat> and every, every week when we do the phones, it's like a new day. <laughs> so... We sort of understand what we're doing, but mostly not. So let's see. All right. Audrey, are you on the air? Audrey, are you on the air? I am here. (gasps) Well, welcome, Audrey, to Outspoken. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having Mm -hmm. me. Well, it is my pleasure. We're going to do a little intro thing here. We're going to talk to people. This is Audrey Overstreet on the phone. She is the Spokane Symphony's marketing director. Audrey Mm -hmm. helps promote all performances by the Spokane Symphony during the season. And that season starts on September 20th. Is that correct? 
That's right. So the official start is September 20th when we have our opening night and the opening night gala. Um, but we kind of have an unofficial start when the musicians come back, and it starts kind of on Wednesday is the unofficial beginning. It's, it's our Soiree on the Edge concert series mm. that happens at Arborcrest. Beautiful, mm. beautiful venue, Arborcrest. Absolutely it is. So, have you been there yet? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And add music to, oh. I know it's kind of time to where we can see the sunset out there. Um, yeah. with beautiful it, music, yeah. and it's going to be breathtaking. Hmm. It is. You know, um, if you haven't done it this summer, I think a lot of people wait. They think, oh, I'll get out there this summer, and they don't. But mm-hmm. um, this is like the perfect chance to remember that summer is still happening and not right. let it fly by. It is just so gorgeous. You go up on that cliff top, and it's not far. It feels like you're a world away, but it's a 20-minute drive, mm-hmm. and um, you can get there at, I mean, it starts, the music begins at 7, but people like to get there about 5.30 or, or 6, and then just kind of have some wine pours, mm-hmm. go to the tasting mm-hmm. room. You nice. can, um, Beacon Hill caters, so you can oh, either very nice. buy, yeah, so you can buy some food from them, but you can also just bring your own picnic. People have mm-hmm. these funny mm-hmm. rituals they do with, like, uh, you know, the perfect little lawn chairs and their mm-hmm. little table and their wine holders and um, and then other people like me bring a quilt and sit on the ground and just enjoy what they have to offer there so you can do it either way and, See, and that um, sounds like it, my kind of oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring the quilt <laughs> yeah. very low maintenance on my part yeah, it's the just, perfect outing <laughs> and music right absolutely mm. and the music and so the thing about the music is it's um so the name soiree on the edge it has kind of a double meaning so mm. That it's on the edge of the clifftop, obviously, which is why I think they only let people 21 and over go because, you you know, it's, it's pretty high up and, and it right. is pretty breathtaking. Mm-hmm. But the right. other edgy thing about it is that our conductor, Eckhart Proy, um, he's in Germany right now. He's on his way back to, to uh, conduct these performances in the next two Wednesdays. Um, mm-hmm. He actually just in June, won a national award from ASCAP, uh, for, um, which is the American Society of Composers, Authors, mm-hmm. and Publishers. Um, he just won an award for, quote, adventurous programming. And one wow. of the places where he likes to do that is at the Soiree on the Edge. Do mm-hmm. a little edgier, because it's kind of a different crowd. Yeah. They like to hear something a little more um, funky, just mm-hmm. a little more exciting, maybe, than, than always the tried-and-true masterpieces. Right. But, um he so he's he's has three contemporary pieces mm-hmm. at the beginning, all chosen for their beauty, and they're kind of endlessly fascinating to listen to. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then he kind of brings it home um, after the intermission with the on August thirteenth. It's going to be Mozart's Prague, which is oh, nice. Mozart obviously always beautiful Mm -hmm. but this symphony is especially interesting because at the time he was pushing the edges and pushing the boundaries of what a a symphony could do and you can just hear the joyousness of that and then on august 20th the next wednesday um for that soiree on the edge is um again kind of starts with three contemporary exciting Mm -hmm. pieces and then he ends with beethoven's fifth which you know you all might know that one. It's mm-hmm. dun dun yep. dun dun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
So it's something for everyone. Well, that's um, but it's also got a little bit of the edgy yeah. kind of musical quality. Mm-hmm. And what's nice is that, you know, you can um, choose to wander around the grounds and watch the sunset as the music is happening, or you can, you know, sit as close to the musicians as you can on mm-hmm. that on that lawn and, and watch them um, riveted. So there's just... Um, it's, it, I love... I'm taking my out-of-town guests. They're coming nice. in town... Um, my friend from Palo Alto is coming in with her oh. kids. I've got the sitter set up. Nice. And I'm whisking her there. <laughs> well, it is the perfect outing, and it, it highlights just the best of Spokane, really, oh, for I, people yeah. who are from out of town. And honestly, mm-hmm, if you want to mm-hmm. take someone on the best date ever, that is exactly <laughs> totally. how to Location, do that. Location, music, great right. people. Now, if yeah. the, so how does... How do people go? Mm-hmm. Like, how can they get tickets or anything like that? Oh, yes. Um, so uh, our website, um, SpokaneSymphony.org. Mm-hmm. Um, right on the top, I think it says Soiree on the Edge at Arborcrest. So just click on that. Um, but i got to tell you, it, is, they, it doesn't it, – there's so many places on the lawn to sit that you could just go to Arborcrest and get a lawn seat easily. Mm-hmm. Or you can – if you're a planner, we ha- we'll have it in will call for you at the – event if you go online and purchase online you can do it that way or you can call 624-1200 during the week and and buy it over the phone they can do it that way too oh wow and what an amazing way to to end the summer i mean we still have a a good you know few weeks left of 100 degrees Mm -hmm. but it's the best way to to end it out what can people look forward to this season from uh the symphony Oh my goodness! So we're really kind of excited about this one. It's we're calling it our supersonic season. Ooh, wow. um, the sounds of the season are going to be incredible. We we just it's just sort of one mm. of those um, programs after programs. So we do uh, on September twentieth for our opener. We have the the Silver Garberg duo, and they're this um, married couple that from Israel, and they play just magically together and they they had canceled one season because of an injury and so we're so happy to get them back and that they're our opener mm-hmm. and um so that's going to be on september 20th on saturday or you could go at the matinee on sunday at three and um as the season progressive progresses there's just more we've got more pianists um we've got this 26 year old um joyce yang who is oh, wow. literally one of the most gifted young pianists of around and um she's playing nights in the garden of spain so romantic mm. we've got a program of mozart and strauss for cl- for our third classics um we've got debussy and Mahler. i mean it just oh, um gosh. yeah so it's mm-hmm. it's a, we're in tchaikovsky and and so we're you know our we have 10 concerts during the season of classics but then that we also have a supersonic super pops so the super pops some people get both. Some people uh-huh. prefer the Super Pops, which is a little more popular. Mm-hmm. And we, we start that just the week following September 27th. We start a six-concert series for the Super Pops. And it, um, it starts with The King, the music of Elvis, that, done yeah. by the symphony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear how they, it, how they interpret yeah. this. That's going to be Absolutely. interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. They have four Broadway veteran mm-hmm. singers who, who put their own wow. twist on it, and it's nice. just incredible. And then Sergio Mendez, I don't know if you all are familiar with him, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he was kind of the bossa nova king um, when he broke out in, in the 60s, and mm-hmm. he's still mm-hmm. 
He's like he's done the soundtracks for Rio, the Rio movie. Oh, oh wow! Nice. I love that soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. And you know he's he's collaborated with Stevie Wonder and Justin Timberlake, wow. and wow. the Black Eyed Peas just did his song again, and so he's coming. Wow. And yeah, and well, and we got Holiday Pops, and we've got the I don't know if you know Cherish the Ladies, the band, mm-hmm. the Celtic band, and Kathy mm-hmm. Kathy Ryan is coming around St. Patrick's Day, and then we've got kind of our finale in the spring, which is Pink Martini. Have, have anyone, any of you all ever heard, gotten a chance to hear the wow. Pink Martini? They're, yeah. they're an incredible yeah. band. They're, they're like the orchestra that every country wants to claim as their own. The French claim mm-hmm. that they're French, <laughs> and, um, of course, they're from Portland, really. Um, <laughs> right? But they need, to ride, they need to ride that wave and just yeah. let people yeah. pretend. Oh, yeah, we're French. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Exactly. That's how cosmopolitan and cool they are. <laughs> right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. If the French claim you, mm-hmm. you've kind of made it. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. So, well, so we're just, and you know, uh-huh. we always have the Nutcracker and those other things, too. Sure, and, sure. But so, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really pleased that you all let me come on, because mm-hmm. I, I think it, it shows that, you know, you all like to highlight Right. Good cultural things happening in town, and I know I, sometimes it kind of amazes me that people are not even really sure that we have a symphony. And um, right? so I, mm-hmm. I want to share that well, with people because the symphony is one of important. the largest and most active professional performing arts organizations in inland Pacific Northwest. Right? Because that shows I read your website, but right. you guys are. I mean, you're we constantly really are. working. We really yeah. are. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that you, when you think of what does a great city have, what does it have? Right. Well, it's mm-hmm. got fantastic, it usually has jobs and it has, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, good museums and such, but it also it has, has fantastic culture, culture to partake oh, yeah. of. And that's yeah. what keeps creative people coming to, mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. city. And we just, we think it's important um, to keep to keep it vibrant and active and we're just feel so fortunate to have such a great conductor, a great music director and an executive director who've both been there for 10 years now. So sure. um, we just feel like we're ready to just continue to fly. And well, I just, you know, the musicians are coming back mm-hmm, from their mm-hmm. hiatus and they're all ready to go. And uh, I'm just, and I think I'm, it's amazing. I'm really excited. Well, and it's something Spokane should be and can be proud of. And we like mm-hmm. to talk on this show about, um, reminding people the great things you can do in Spokane. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of, you know, when we're young kids, mm-hmm. it's been a while for me, but when we're young kids, we tend to think, <laughs> oh, we have to run to Seattle. But you don't. You can have a That's lot right. of that same exciting culture mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here in our backyard. So we oh, are so excited you, for this season. Yeah, I got to tell you, Seattle, I, I'm always, um, I always love it when people go to Seattle and hear that symphony and they come back and they say, oh, my goodness, uh, you know, Spokane, I, I'm not saying anything against Seattle, but right. but Spokane is just as good, if not better, than it's, Seattle Symphony. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's sort of yeah. a little dirty <laughs> little secret that I have to say. <laughs> and um, we are, our musicians are mm-hmm. just incredible. And the level of play um, is something that uh, I feel fortunate to be part of. Um, but I also, I mean, we just, they just love the audiences and we just love, um, we just want to celebrate 
you guys this season. So, you know, please. Well, we're um, excited. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there uh, on the 13th and Yay! definitely are, are excited to enjoy <laughs> oh, absolutely. just a beautiful Come night. Come to that marketing table and see me, guys. Yes, yeah, okay? we sure will. Right. We definitely yeah. will. And, Audrey, we thank you so much. We're going to put up on our website where people mm-hmm. can go get tickets mm-hmm. and uh, remind them that this is something none of us really, we should all just not want to miss. I thought I was over dating and now I feel like I want to date again. Yeah. So. There you go. There you go. Oh, bless you, bless you. All That's part fine. of. I'll see you there. Okay, and Audrey, <laughs> you have a wonderful day, and we will see you on uh, the thirteenth. Thank you. Okay, Cheers. Thank you. Bye bye. That was Audrey Overstreet. She is the Symphonies Spokane mm-hmm. Symphonies marketing director, talking about some exciting things. The 13th and the 20th soiree on the edge. If you want to see a beautiful view, listen to beautiful music. Sit out. I can I be honest. I mm-hmm. always think one of the ro- most romantic dates a guy can take me on is a picnic. Really, picnic well, in the park. I think it's so sweet because no one does it y- anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think Jonathan's dropping hints for all of you guys I out am, there. I am. You You'll should. see me on a date with myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, <laughs> and there will be like uh, <laughs> hundreds of people around me. Yeah. But whatever, I'll have my yeah. glasses of wine. And <laughs> You'll be by yourself, anyways. <laughs> yeah. You'll make sure, right? So just yeah. break, come on. But it's going to be a great time. That's going to be a great, great event. Go get your tickets because mm-hmm. not only can you see an amazing evening of music and right. to see the culture of Spokane, but you can talk to the outspoken voice. You can see us. Right? Kurt will be there, our mm-hmm. man behind the scenes. Um, yeah. If you've looked at our website, he's you will recognize the top of his eyes and his head. Because yeah. <laughs> that's his photo. <laughs> you don't get to see the rest of him. <laughs> no. In but fact, you can. He will have, he will have a block <laughs> box, <laughs> eyes down. Let's do that. We're just going to give him <laughs> a little veil, and that's all you get to see. But then you'll be like, oh, that's Kurt. Yeah, th- there he I is. I heard about him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be very exciting. Like I said, mm-hmm. we will put that up on our um, it's on our website currently. We will put it up on our Facebook page, the link to yeah. get to the tickets for the Spokane Symphony. Mm-hmm. Go look at Soiree on the Edge. It'll impress you so much, you'll want to buy season tickets. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm excited because sure we're going to go to a lot of shows this year. Um, and it, I can't, I w- we are going to the Pink Martini show. Oh, or, that, they're yeah. so amazing. Right? I, I love, love that they have their ads are on yeah. Symphony's website right oh, now. Yeah. But, anyways, that was a lot of fun. We like yeah. to highlight. And she was super nice. I can't wait to meet her. Right? Yeah, Yeah. and we are going to meet her. Mm -hmm. We'll tease Mm -hmm. her. Yeah. Because we're good like that. Maybe after they're they're done playing their songs, we'll just go on stage and be like, okay, our turn. Right, Bye. right. I was I wanted to be like, so you're playing musicians everywhere. We can sit, she said, yeah. as close to yeah. the musicians as we can. <laughs> so Jonathan yeah. will be on one of their laps in front of everybody. And I yeah. will grab a mic and I'll just start singing. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, who, who is that guy? You and I will continue singing yeah. as security yeah. tries to take me off, off the stage. All the way down that cliff singing. Right? Singing. It's going to happen. It's going to uh-huh. happen. So now we get to move on to some some fun segments. Mm-hmm. Um, as we move forward on our show, there are a lot of changes, and a lot of you have written in uh, with concerns and uh, requests. And what's going on with Outspoken? Well, rest assured, we are moving forward stronger, bolder so than much ever. Stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with great ideas, fun, great ideas, yeah, amazing. Fun. You should hear our meetings sometimes. We sit <laughs> down, we're like, oh, "That's a great idea. <laughs> we are amazing. Yeah, we are. we say that a lot." Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we, and rest assured everybody who's written it and we will write you back. Mm -hmm. Um, it just takes some time. It's a crazy, it's been a crazy little bit, but we have some new segments we're going to talk about. That's right. One of them is how many, how many times a week (laughs) does some crazy person 
oh have some fun yeah. quotes about yeah. the gay people and their agenda. Yeah. Michelle Bachman is going to end up being the queen. Oh, yeah. She, she all the time drops tell, one I on love that when she tells me what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know she was psychic. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's great. And she always yeah. tells me, well, what's next Next on your agenda? Yeah. Oh, like, she, oh, my gosh. She read it. it. How yeah. did she know? I didn't yeah. even read it. Yeah. So I'm like so excited. <laughs> so she told me yeah. what what our agenda is and I'm always mm-hmm. shocked because mm-hmm. I had no idea especially because most of the time I have no interest in it oh yeah but apparently so we are going to start a little segment yeah. and we're, in the future we'll have a little a little ditties that yeah. go with these segments but for now deal with us um, this segment we're going to every week give you we're going to give out a crazy B award that's uh, right who, you know the, the person male <laughs> or female out there who says the craziest thing the craziest piece of poop Yes. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> About the LGBT yeah. movement and yeah. people. Yeah. And this, today, we're going to give it to a Christian radio host. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Linda Harvey. And my favorite thing about crazy people mm-hmm. is when they state a fact, yeah. quote, unquote, <laughs> that has no backing. And they're not going to back it up at all right, with any right. fact. But they tell you this is the fact. And mm-hmm. she apparently... Sergey, are you ready? I am so ready. You and I All are right. a myth, okay? So oh she gets gosh. the Crazy oh Bee Award, and Bianca Del Rio is going to mm-hmm. give it to you right now. Not today, Satan. Not today. Yeah, so not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. Not the today. The Crazy Bee Award goes to Christian radio host Linda Harvey, who informed us this week that LGBT people are a myth. And we are. We, because yes. you see us riding around on unicorns. You don't see us riding around on unicorns, but yes, we do. But we do. And the yeah. rainbow is actually our bridge. It and is. it gets me to my castle mm. where my Prince Charming lives. Right, yeah. And yeah. so... And if we want to take a trip, our flying little ship, right. all in rainbow, just comes get out. on that. You know, I, I'm glad I know now that we're a myth because I basically know. we can do anything. Right, yeah. So to be honest yeah. with you, all <laughs> of this fight over gay marriage is over now. Yeah. Because we just decided it right now. And now we live in just a, a whole gay world. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We can we can go around punching people and be like, sorry, right. I'm a myth. She says we're Deal a myth and it. she says uh, we are attempting to uh-huh. normalize sinful behavior yep. by using our one in 10 uh, statistic that yep. one in 10 individuals, and it's actually, that's low really, but oh, one yeah. in 10 individuals are gay. She says that um, we need to keep <laughs> repeating the reality that relatively few people enter and remain in these lifestyles. So apparently, mm. I am an overachiever. Right. And when I came out at 20, yeah. I just, I've been there for 20-some years. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. wait, 20-some, I just <laughs> aged myself. I've been there for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So the Crazy Bee Award. Well, yeah. I, I think it's funny that she's saying, oh, you you guys are just following some, some one guy sin. You guys, it, they're trendsetters. You guys are just following yes, it. It's the, not it's real. Because it's a fad. Yeah. And you can't argue with stupid. No. You cannot <laughs> argue with that. You guys are a myth. <laughs> what? That's the best ever. You're right. Yeah. We, you can't argue oh, with yeah. stupid. <laughs> what, how do you say anything to that? <laughs> we will start a tally. We'll start putting our crazy B yeah. word people every week. We're going to put them on our website. Yep. Yeah. And then we will have the big crazy B gala. Oh. At the end oh. of the year, and yeah. we will pick the craziest bee of them mm. all. And That's maybe right. Bianca Del Rio will come in studio. <gasps> Hopefully. So she can be. She can not today, yeah. Satan, all day. Exactly. Not today, Satan. Not, not today. today. Just saying. So yeah. 
There's Crazy B. You know what? If you want to nominate a Crazy B out there who mm-hmm. has said a crazy mm-hmm. quote about us, um, you can send it to outspoken at kyrs.org, and we will take your nominations every mm-hmm. week, and every week we will mention a winner. So remember, you can do that. Just let show. us know. Or you can tweet us your Crazy B as well and hashtag it at outspoken or hashtag hot mess Sunday. Hot mess Sunday. I mean, yeah, you need to, because we are yeah. hot mess. And speaking of hot mess Sundays, we have a new segment. And I think we're going to really have to watch oh, our our, this one's um, exciting. our microphone levels uh-huh, during that game. Uh-huh. We're going to play a game. Uh, this is going to be one of the beginning of many games that we're going to play mm-hmm. as we move into the future. Because we're so creative, we can create games like that. Like that. We like even, that. like, I'm riding, driving down the road. I'm riding down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving down the road, and I, and I wrote a little ditty. Yeah. And in the future, we're, Sergey and I are going to put that together, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the intro mm-hmm. to this. But we're going to play drag games. That's right. This did is we, the first. Did we want to do a music break right before that? Um, okay, because I need to prepare. You need to prepare. I need to yeah. breathe. I think and so. Get ready because this is a competition between you and me. That's right. Yeah. So it's okay. Gonna get fierce in here. I'm gonna. So. I'm gonna need you to give me a song though. <laughs> However, what are you talking um, about? I don't understand. And when Jonathan says prepare, I think he really means he's. He just needs to look up the answers. <laughs> that's right? re- that's all it is. I will. Kurt will attest that earlier we he was getting the game ready, and I wouldn't let myself look at the list. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I want to beat you fair and square. Okay. So, in honor of Drag Games, we are going to play one of the newest singles from Adore Delano's new album. She, you will remember, mm-hmm. is one of the top three finalists on RuPaul's Drag Race. She has an amazing song. It is called I Adore You. Welcome back. That was Adore Delano with I Adore You. That's from her new album. She is, uh, like I said, one of the top three finalists of RuPaul's Drag Race for season six. And her album is amazing. The one thing that mm-hmm. I hate is that her um, her album is it does it is parental right right guidance or whatever yeah, that yeah, is yeah. Be- e- yeah so it has yeah. explicit lyrics so half yeah, of her yeah. songs we can't play and she hasn't uh, released radio edits <laughs> so that was one we could play right and I love that she has a song called Party that is amazing mm-hmm. so if you get a chance you should really check out her album she's a lot of fun and adore and, if you're yeah. listening. Yeah, we love <laughs> if you're you. listening, we love you. We love you so much. And please come on our radio. Yeah, please come. I want to see. You know what? She should yeah. bring a guitar, and I just she should sing live in the <gasps> studio. Yes, party. She was just in Seattle. She should. Come I know. To yeah, it's time but for another fun new segment: drag games. Drag games. Oh. And drag games is going to be a segment we do every now and then, mm-hmm. and they're going to be different games that Sergey and I play. Sometimes we even play it with our listening audience. Right. Um, right. And this is where different games that have to do with drag queens. Today, mm-hmm. it's drag game is right. drag names. Drag games, drag names. Yes. I love it. I can't wait for our new song. Mm-hmm. It'll come up next. But, so, explain to us. So, Kurt, our producer. That's right. Our Phyllis producer is, is, is going to be on mic for That's this. right. He can actually say hi right now if he wanted to. Hi. Oh, Kurt's <laughs> voice for the so, first time ever. So well done. Um, so, the, the premise the of game? the game. The premise of the game is that Kurt has... Real and fake names for drag queens. Yes. And so he's going to say out a name, and Jonathan or I have to buzz in with this That's So Gay buzzer, and it sounds like this. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not. So that's our buzzer. That's our buzzer. <laughs> well, it could be any of the sounds, right. but... There's a few other. Yeah, there's <laughs> a couple. Um, and so the first one to buzz in will then answer it, and if they're wrong, they don't get a point. But if no. they're right... They get a point. And Kurt is going to keep tallying. Right. And we're going to find out 
who knows more about drag queen names? Yeah. Because that, that is a knowledge base. It, it, it is really is. Get it really us far is. In yeah. <laughs> we should be tested on this before we come out. Like, right? You're not ready. We're going to have to have Nova Kane on for oh, another show and yes. have her play the, some of these drag games and yeah. see, you know. She Nova, could host a drag game. Right? Once, you, you are know? the queen of all things. Can you can you survive yeah. outspoken <laughs> <you> drag games? <laughs> so we do have the buzzer. It's mm-hmm. placed equal distance between Sergey so, yeah. Rankin yeah. and Jonathan Sheffield. Mm-hmm. And we have Kurt on the other side of the table. Okay. And he. And I've got my buzzer. He's got his buzzer. He's going to let us know what what happens if we're right. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Nothing happens. Nope. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> Let's hear it again. <laughs> we have what happens sound if effects. we are right? I don't have it. Maybe I've got it in the wrong spot. Let me try the other side. Well, <laughs> and there, there yeah. might be a noise if we're right. Oh, I heard something. <laughs> there might be a noise if we're right, <laughs> and there might be a noise if we're wrong. Right. Or it might be Kurt saying, you're no. right or yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> right, exactly. So, and keep in mind, people, we're just starting. Yeah. <laughs> this is our first game. This is hot. This is part of Hot Mess Sunday. So, if you want to give us uh, game ideas mm-hmm. or you want, maybe you have answers, hashtag Hot Mess Sunday. That's so, right. So maybe in the future we'll play some with you. Right. Okay, mm. so I think, are you ready for this? Okay, I'm, right. I'm planning on winning. I know. Just I, so you know. Okay, okay, Kurt. Okay. okay, you sure you're ready? Well, watch our mic can, levels. Can we count down? Can we count oh. down? Watch your mic levels, Mr. Man. Okay, <laughs> I'm opening the envelope now. Oh, wow. This is so, so real. Like professional. I think I'm opening it. Oh, see, when you live in a myth, you can do anything. Oh, these are secret. I'm excited. Okay, now, when I was doing this, I was actually falling down on the floor laughing. Uh, yeah, okay. he was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. I'm going to give you a really easy one, guys. Okay. Okay. Is this fake or is it real? Alicia Markstone. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not. Oh, who got, who did that? That was me. Yeah, there's no Sergey. way of knowing. But Yeah, Kurt will call our names. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sergey. Real. Right. Oh, yes. you I are get horrible. Point. What was her name? Alicia Markstone. Okay, Alicia Markstone. It just Markstone. sounds too real to be fake. Right? Sorry. I feel like she needs to be more creative. But yeah. okay, let's move forward. Okay. I'm not a bitter loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Trailer trash. Kisses. Mwah. Mwah. I, that's Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was too happy with his finger on the buzzer, man. Right. I, I want to say that that's real. Correct. Oh, wow. We're tied. Okay. Okay, not for long. Right, right. This is getting good now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's real calm. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ready. Marsha Dimes. Okay, that's Jonathan, and he just got a bad Was it, was it, no, it's wrong? Wait, did I even answer? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best game ever. I say it's wrong. It's not a real name. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I felt like I was psychic. I heard voices. Yeah. And they were telling me it's not good. <laughs> oh, oh, so you're the psychic mm. now? I, I I am. Maybe we should stay to like the corner. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I'm always gonna press mine. Okay. So you'll right. know. Okay. You want a button test there? No, we're good now. No, oh, yeah. Sure. We're, we're yes. on it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have uh, Okay. Okay, Kurt. BB Sweet Briar. Let's get one thing straight. That I'm is, not. That is Sergey. That's me. 
I said that is certain. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. But that's and me. it is you. <laughs> okay. It's, what's, what's I'm your talking answer? about the drag queen. That's my name. Um, yeah. It's fake. Wrong. Oh, no. Do I lose oh. a point? <gasps> sure. No. <laughs> Enough. I get one point. We're tied. Okay. <laughs> I get one point for trying. <laughs> Give me a gold you star. You are at very least. trying. That's yeah. for sure. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let next. me out of my studio room for one right, minute. Right for I this last game ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gina side. Kisses. Okay. Uh, all I have to say is that's the worst name ever, but I'm going to say it's real. <laughs> You're wrong. I'm glad because that is a very distasteful <laughs> name. That's the worst name, but it's real. Mm. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, I've met some drag queens before. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll probably come up with a name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Let's, let's do two see. more and see where we are. Okay. We are okay. Coco Veja or Veja. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not. Coco Vega. Coco Vega. Yeah, Coco Vega. You're right. Yeah, Coco, Coco Vega. Vega. I can't even read my is own right. Real. Why do you say that? Because I got it wrong. No. It's Coco <laughs> Vega. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That just sounds like a perfect drag right. queen name. Let's do one more and see where we're <gasps> Are we we're tied at. at two? Oh, my gosh. You're calculating in your head. Wow. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> okay. Tiebreaker. Wait. Here we go. Yo, there, okay. there should be some game show music in the background. I know. We need yeah. that. We're going to well, have that we'll next time. This is perfect for this show. Okay. Yep. Gay banter. Oh. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not. Okay. You're not That was what? Jonathan, though. That was Jonathan. That is not real. <gasps> it's real? It oh my okay, gosh. well, we're still tied. So. Okay. <laughs> one more. One more. Flash round. Just ask me a question. <laughs> With all or nothing. Yeah. Okay, all or nothing. Okay. Ginger Vitas. Real. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, okay, okay, fine. Okay. okay, Jonathan. We won't even buzz him. We're just going to yeah. say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, M. Brio. Real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We are we're getting our the points taken off of our gay cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they sound so good though. Right, right? Ginger Vitus? Yes, please. <laughs> right. How about Alley Cart? Real. Real. <laughs> we were both wrong. How? <laughs> okay. We are the worst at this game. <laughs> Ambrosia. Real Moray. fake. Uh, real. Real to Jonathan. Uh, yes. The one time a disease name a was fluke. real. <laughs> it was a fluke that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Lip Sinka. Real. Fake. No, it's real. Uh, Jonathan got okay. it. Sir, famous, I think, famous, I think famous Jonathan. drag queen from New York. Lip Sinka. I think you yep. just win. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. One more yeah. question. <laughs> okay. For all the points. All the points. Okay. In the world. Well, could, all the points. This is going to be the tiebreaker. Yeah. Not yeah. tiebreaker. Don't say a door because that's real. <laughs> Deranged. Real. That has to be real. You're both right. Oh, yeah. We both so win. it's a tie. Both are <laughs> winners. See, it's because we love There's each other. There's no losers here. Yep. We're just the, all winners. No, right. We're yeah. all winners. <laughs> that was hilarious, especially when we got everything wrong. Yeah. Homorific. <laughs> yeah, right. it was homorific. And right. that was also Kurt, our yeah. producer, on the mic. <laughs> And All we're right. going to be doing more of those games. And in the future, we're going to play that game again. There's going to mm-hmm. be music, and there's going to be Collins. Yes, that's so right. So you might even win something. One of the things you can win right now is tickets to... Angela Johnson. Comedian. at the Martin Woodrow uh, Fox. Uh, Fox Theater. Yeah. That's where she is. Yeah. What date is that, Jonathan? That's going to be in September. 
Okay. So <laughs> you know on what? the date can, of in September, in, <laughs> TBD. You can go to our website, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to tell you all you need to know. But mm-hmm. to win tickets in September at some point, um, mm-hmm. you have to send us your information either via Facebook, Twitter, or email. And that's your name, your number, and your email address. Yes, and she's going to be there. She's going to be on our show on the 24th of August, so mm-hmm. in just two weeks. That's right. Um, and then she'll be... You know, in and maybe then we'll ask her when her show is. <laughs> she can tell us. <laughs> so that's how to do it. So, and then of course you can also win. T- we have two tickets to give away. Mm-hmm. And then proud times, boys. Now, Kurt, tell me, is it this? Do they win the same way? Do they yes. send their information? They so need to go to the contact us page. And there you go. And write a, um, put their phone number, mm-hmm. email address. Of course, that's already in there in the contact us page. But tell us why you want to go see Angela Johnson. Right, oh, and what's wow. great about that is that's two chances to win two tickets. So four mm-hmm. tickets all together if you have mad math skills like Jonathan. Um, that's right. You can and win to Angela Johnson. Now, if you remember her from Mad TV, mm-hmm. she played Bonquiqui on Mad <gasps> TV. So that's going to be fun. What's going to be um, even better is actually going to be on September mm-hmm. 13th. Uh, my mad skills came back and I found it. So Angela uh, Johnson will be in uh, Spokane at the Martin Wilson Theater at the Fox on Saturday, September 13th, mm-hmm. doors will open at 6.30. The show starts at 7.30. Make sure you send in your information. You have two chances to win by two great organizations. So That's right. We want to give those tickets away. Make sure know. you send that in and win. And also, Outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passports, and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old uh, pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. So Yay. make sure to check them out. Yeah, thank you, Rick Singer, uh, mm-hmm. photography for underwriting Outspoken. We love that. Oh, so, yeah. and as you can see, there's just lots of fun that you can you can have on here. Yeah. Now today has been a different formatted show because we did have our mm-hmm. highlight segment mm-hmm. earlier, which would have been uh, Spoken Symphony, and then we have a guest later. But don't worry, we have still been watching the news. That's right. Yeah, we're we, not all fun today, right? Only mostly, mostly fun. Uh, but in our mythological world, we have done some research. <laughs> <laughs> on our and fake we, computers. On our fake, <laughs> on our fake yeah. computers. And I want to say something that's going to be interesting because actually our guest later, Brad Creelia, had mm-hmm. talked about this mm-hmm. in an interview um, about yeah. Hipster. But we talked about, and we've talked about it on the show before. Yeah, it's, it's a topic. One of the archaic laws that is yeah. still out there yeah. by the Food and Drug Administration, they still do not allow gay men to mm-hmm. donate blood. Mm-hmm. Which I think is completely irrational. Yeah, I mean, well, and the law happened way back in, oh, what was yeah, it, 77? Yeah. Um, no, the ban was in 1983. The well, ban was yeah. if you had had sex with, uh, say, mm-hmm. like if a man had had sex with a man yep. since 1977 forward, yeah. back when the whole AIDS HIV scare, scare yeah. was going on yeah. and there was no real clear way on how to test for it, exactly. they banned gay men. Yeah, and now we're so much further along. I mean, we have right. we have the ability to test for it. We also know that it's not just gay people. You know, exactly. anyone can get it. And also, it's about safe sex. Right. And why have we not why have we not lifted this ban? Oh, yeah. So the thing is, why isn't it about you get that questionnaire when you're yeah. giving blood and it's to decide who has risky behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't it based on risky behavior? Mhm. 
and not based on sexuality. It yeah. is a discriminatory practice because you're making Definitely. it about who a person is, not about their activities. Right. And the right. other thing, can we just be real for one second? The reason you have tests to run for that blood is because just because you hand me a piece of paper mm-hmm. or any human mm-hmm. being a piece of paper does not guarantee you that person's going to tell the truth. That's right. Yeah. You know, so I mean, (laughs) and there are gay people, of course, out there who donate blood. They just don't, uh, you know, out themselves at the questionnaire. But the point is, this shouldn't be on the books. The FDA still has it. And they had the the gay uh, blood drive, you know, in Seattle just last month. So they have an organization that collects specifically gay people to donate uh, Mm -hmm. blood because, I mean, that's such a large pool of you know, lives that could be saved because that blood is and donated. There have been many years it? where we have had shortage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, you know, sh- you should open up. Yeah, right. Know, that side of well, Seattle City Council did something yeah. about that. They so, took a unanimous mm-hmm, vote mm-hmm. and they backed unanimously to write a letter right. to the FDA saying, yep. "We in Seattle mm-hmm, encourage mm-hmm. you to get rid of this ban." Yeah, and they are one of 60 cities to do so. So, But, okay, so that statistic is interesting. One of only 60 cities? Only, yeah. It's not, we're not talking about 60 states since there, you know, aren't yeah, yeah. 60 <laughs> states. We're talking <laughs> yeah. about six. Do you know how many cities there are in the oh, U.S.? Oh, my Are goodness. you telling me only 60, 60 cities yeah. have done this? I mean, right. go Seattle. That's so Amazing, awesome yeah. that they have stepped up yeah. and done that. But there should be a lot more cities. Right, there should be right. a lot more outrage oh, because I agree. this I agree. is ridiculous and so what we need to do now is uh call up our good friend john snyder and say yeah we do hi can, hi, can john can spokane sign this hi, john how about send it out and, and you know what's funny about mm-hmm. that is we can actually write yeah our city councilmen's uh yeah. city council person's letters and yeah. say hey you represent my district this yep. is important yep. to me we so, you know what spokane step up we need to be oh, one yeah. of those cities let's yeah. be the 61st city yeah. To say, you know what, we're also on board. FDA, you're being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why it should be there. Take it Absolutely. off. Absolutely. You know? I love that they did that in Seattle. And I just think it's time that we even, you know, a lot of people will look at this and go, it's such a small, mm-hmm. who cares? Mm-hmm. No, it's in the small things that you win the big fight. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Equality definitely. for everyone is equality for everyone on every basis. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. in it just shouldn't be there. So anyways, yeah. it's one of the most interesting things. We have talked about it. Will, when he was on the show, Will brought it up a lot Oh um, yeah, because yeah. of that. So we'll talk a little bit to Brad about, I mean, you know, he's coming yeah. to talk about uh, being young, being diagnosed as positive. And so that that's a good segue into that. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of places that you w- we're shocked that there's not more than 60 cities, another thing that we're shocked about is that and, I yeah. wasn't paying attention in Australia <laughs> Which is, in my opinion, the a very, country. very, the gayest country. I yeah, know. yeah. I mean, have you seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Oh, I yeah. love that movie. Oh, it's yeah. the gayest country. But do you know it's still yeah. illegal? Yeah, same they, sex marriage is illegal. They have not equal uh, legalized marriage equality. And the thing is, uh, Australia has one of the highest um, acceptance rate. You yeah. know, the public, the public wants this to happen. The poll show, the yep. polls show, seventy-two percent yeah. of the public in Australia support same-sex marriage. Yeah. Okay, seventy-two percent. Parliament Huge. just hasn't come on board. Yeah. Apparently, that's yeah. where the twenty-eight percent are. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just Parliament. But there is a bill drafted mm-hmm. in the Australian mm-hmm. Parliament that is going to be brought to the floor in both the August and September sessions. Yes. Uh, to yes. pass, that would be. Striking down the ban mm-hmm, in Australia mm-hmm. for same-sex marriage. But here's the funny thing. 
Are they waiting till the public's a hundred percent? Yeah, and then they're like, eh, yeah. I suppose. I get, yeah. Well, we might as well toss them a bone. <laughs> right. I mean, it just it seems what? Yeah. If if it's such that a high, seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. I think I think if you're re- representing the public, truly, <laughs> right. truly representing them, you would have made right. that vote by now. Right. Are you trying yeah. to represent the 28% yeah. or the 70 It just doesn't... Yeah. Aren't you supposed to <laughs> yeah. represent the majority of your consists, constituents? Right. right. And it's <laughs> funny that Australians will fly over to New Zealand, which is you know their just, neighbor, to yeah. get married, come back. It's all good. It's a very quick flight. Yeah. There they are. So honeymoon, marriage, yeah. right, all in one. Then they come back. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're what? like, yeah, well, you can't get married here. Yeah, exactly. It just is funny. The 72 thing, the 72% statistic, that's mm-hmm. the thing that, that gets me yeah, the most. Definitely. And the thing that they're saying about this bill in mm-hmm. Australia's parliament mm-hmm. is that it is going to be, they're very proud to say, it's going to be a conscience vote. Mm-hmm. So right. Um, right. all of the ministers in parliament get to talk about, they get to vote their conscience instead of having mm-hmm. to go party mm-hmm. line. So if they're party as a platform right, is right. anti this they don't have to do that right. and they're so proud that that's such a big thing and, and still and i want you to know that the 72 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. bazillion people outside yeah. your windows yeah. are like <laughs> they what should are you doing? they should put it up to a public vote that's what they should right? really because do because yeah. this would be over tomorrow yeah. right exactly <laughs> exactly well i think it's interesting that the prime minister uh tony Tony Abbott? Yes. Yeah. Um, his sister is actually in a same-sex relationship. Yeah, a committed relationship. And Everybody I, knows it. I mean, if someone is such high caliber in uh, Australia having a same-sex mar- uh, relationship sister. Right. But he's been afraid. Awesome. And this is the other thing. He, he, yeah. There was allusions in the articles I read that he's yeah. afraid of public. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, no, wait. Yeah. Let me. I'm going to send you a copy of the poll yeah. that shows that 72% <laughs> you have, yeah. are the 28% big mean bikers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah. why he's afraid. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Australia, get your act together, please. I want to visit mm-hmm. you someday, but mm-hmm. I feel like we can't, again, can't argue with stupid. Yeah. And so... <laughs> This is, not, this is it ridiculous. It just comes around again. Vote your conscience. Vote your public's conscience. Though. Yeah, but that's right. But some other big news back yeah. on American shores. Yeah, here on the American side of the continent, the world, really. Wow. Right. The world. Um, not down under. Uh, Target actually legally declared love love for gays in the in basically supporting gay marriage. They're I love one that they of, legally uh, declared love Legally for gays. declared. Yeah, that's a, you can do that. Legally declare you it. can and uh, you can because actually mm-hmm. they're one of a few. They are um, one of a few big corporations: yeah. Target, Intel, Apple, mm-hmm. and Starbucks. All mm-hmm. have signed what they call an amicus brief. Right. So right. I admit I looked up what an amicus brief was because mm-hmm. it made no sense. And I'll tell you, a le- an amicus brief is a legal document filed in appellate court cases by non-litigants mm-hmm. who have strong interest in the subject matter of what's the, what a suit is going in for. So. The brief advises the court of relevant additional information mm-hmm. or arguments that the court might wish to consider. So right. look at the records because in the next few weeks there's going to be a lot of amicus briefs filed by outspoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One for each court. Just right, right. Hey, we hear you're consistent. doing this and we had an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so there, I love it. It is mm-hmm. a, a, mm-hmm. a way for Target to step up. And the big thing yes. about Target right now is a few years ago they got a lot of flack. They um, they the did. head guy at Target had given money to someone who had supported mm-hmm. some anti-gay mm-hmm. businesses. And they supported them unknowing, 
of, yeah. of this. So, you know, right. after they find out, they did apologize. They did. And Target did try to take a stand a few years, yeah. a few yeah. years ago and say they're going to stay out of mm-hmm. the marriage mm-hmm. conversation. Right. Because they're a corporation. They're trying to figure out how to do business. So I do think it's a big deal that they have chosen to publicly oh, yeah. pivot oh, yeah. and turn around and be completely different. Yeah. To, to say, you know what, not only are we going to say that we love you gay people, uh-huh. but we're going to go file a, a court brief. Yeah. And exactly. we're going to send we it to the Supreme Court, uh, the one in Wisconsin. Yep. Um, yep. Because right now in Ohio, of course, d- the, the Sixth Circuit, Sixth Circuit mm-hmm. Court is mm-hmm. talking about Ohio and Tennessee and yeah. Michigan and um, Kentucky, Kentucky. Uh, mm-hmm. going for the same, trying to strike down the same sex marriage ban right. there yeah. as well. So it's all over the place. Yeah. These companies are stepping up and saying, you know, mm-hmm, even though mm-hmm. the laws haven't been changed across the land, there's right, not a, just a right. law of the land currently yeah. for gay marriage. We're going to stand up and say, mm-hmm. mm, we are for it. You know, Starbucks has consistently for a oh, long yeah. time supported their gay employees. So it's amazing. It's amazing nice job. to see other yeah. other companies. And I, lo- up. and I love that some of the Christian Christian rights groups um, right, are trying right. to boycott Target now. And right. Right. How many times have they tried to boycott, boycott Starbucks? And well, and you notice Starbucks had a debt. So yeah. National Organization on Marriage, yeah. Yeah. Um, their head guy is very upset. Oh yeah, and he's called for a ban on Target, but it's such a not a yeah. very big ban. Yeah. Like he's like, <laughs> we're gonna put out a letter. All we need is fifteen hundred signatures. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. I think at some level he knows we're probably not gonna get a lot of support for this. Sure, but because we our whole mm-hmm. the whole purpose mm-hmm. for our organization is to be against gay marriage, we'll probably have to do something. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Low bar. Low bar. It's not gonna get very very mm-hmm. far, but. Okay, just sign this card. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like a birthday card. Just yeah. sign it, <laughs> just, and then we'll send it in, and it'll go. show publicly that we did mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But you're, I mean, I think it's what you start realizing. Mm, this is probably a non-winning battle. Yeah. There's not a lot we can do. So maybe yeah. National Organization on Marriage, and here's just a little. Mm-hmm. If you would like to scream at us in a YouTube video, that's fine. But maybe it's the death knell, and yeah. maybe it's time to just. Disband your organization. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not, Not today. today. So, Bianca mm-hmm. Del Rio, you are a hero. But I think yeah. that's fun. And so now, because apparently you can just pick lawsuits and then file an amicus brief, yeah. uh, we're just randomly going to go through the lawsuit section yeah. of Spokane. <laughs> and it could be, oh, this guy, you know, he shoplifted. And we're like, no, but he seems really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we going to file. dinner with him, and he didn't steal dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he had us pay, yeah. but <laughs> we he said he it. forgot his wallet. <laughs> but, you know, we still would like to file a uh-huh. brief and say, you know, this is our opinion. And, right, you know, right. you know, I I just love that as in America, we can do that. I'm going to go to the Supreme yeah. Court and say yeah. free rights. You know, can I go backwards and can we file an amicus brief on the Hobby Lobby case? I would love to. Right. I don't know how it works I, when it goes yeah. up that high, but I still think. <laughs> We, we will just write our own card. Right. If yeah. that's what it is, and well, we'll send it. To if them. not, we'll send so much mail that they'll just right? be swamped with it. They'll have yeah. to. Say, remember, as uh, Supreme Court Justice um, right. Ginsburg said, you know, it's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the way of the land as the opinion changes, the court is there right. to support that. So right. we'll just write her, you know, mm-hmm. the notorious uh, RBG, as she's, she's known by people who are really close to her, me and her. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You already call her by a nickname. I do. I know. Because she's works. amazing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we have, those are interesting things. If you ever want to comment on our Hot Mess Sunday topics, mm-hmm. which are at the beginning of every show, remember, you can hashtag Hot Mess Sunday 
on Twitter, That's and right. we can read that and see where you weigh in on the subject. You can always go to Facebook, which is facebook.com slash outspokesman, mm-hmm. and weigh in on any of the topics that we talk about. And there is a beautiful little um, banner that Brad did. Mm-hmm. Brad did. Kurt did. Kurt. <laughs> I, I know Brad's in the studio. So yeah. <laughs> uh, that Kurt did for the drag games. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. if you ever want to weigh in on that or call in in the next, uh, actually on the 17th, we're going to do call-ins. You can play those games with us. And, and that's exciting. I was going to say yeah. you can try to beat Sergey and I, but as we proved. We are um, unbeatable. That, <laughs> that it's not that hard to beat us. <laughs> no, we're we unbeatable. Were, are we, <laughs> yeah. We're unbeatable. Uh, yeah, um, we might rig yeah. the game. Yeah, just right. so we are unbeatable. Yeah. But join us. We are actually to the beginning of our second hour, and we are going to have Brad Crelia on in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we appreciate him being in the studio today, not feeling not feeling the mm-hmm. hottest, and yet he showed up anyways. So uh, that's a commitment right there. So we're going to talk to Brad Creeley. We're going to talk to about his political aspirations, about hipster.com, mm-hmm. why he started it, and uh, just about his story, which I think is very interesting. So I was feeling a little attitude today and thought that we should play just a nice, upbeat attitude song, which is uh, for our show. And this is dedicated to the Outspoken Boys. As things are changing as we move forward, we are still staying strong as ever. So this is actually an older song by Anastasia, and this song is called I Paid My Dues. Welcome back. That was Anastasia, I Paid My Dues. And when I work out, and yes, I do. So if you're listening, it's true. <laughs> um, I That song gets me pumped up every time. So it's my attitude mm-hmm, song. Like mm-hmm. if you want to... If you want to, you know, think bad thoughts about me, that's what I have to say to you. Oh, th- yeah, okay. <laughs> but remember, yeah. you are listening to KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1, 92.3 FM. This is your Hot Mess Sunday. Sergey and Jonathan on the mics it's for us. Outspoken. Mm-hmm. And Brad Crelia has made it in the studio. Hello. How are you? Welcome, Hello. sir. Thank you. Yeah, and feel it. you made it in. I know you're not feeling exactly mm-hmm. 100%, but... Yeah, thank you for being here. We're peppy enough for Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you are. I'm happy to be here. Wear your coffee. So, Brad, we want to get right into it. You were on a few weeks ago. Yep. We had you on our little spotlight segment Mm -hmm. at the beginning because you were running for uh, precinct, um, oh, remind me. Democratic Precinct Committee Officer. Yes, Mm -hmm. and it was uh, district downtown here. Yeah, well, right across the bridge, kind of like uh, the courthouse arena and then Mm -hmm. back up to Mm -hmm. Nora. Right. right. And you yeah. you've been involved in politics mm-hmm. and this was your running for office. And we never like to dwell <laughs> on bad things, but kind of tell us yeah. about you. You didn't win the primary. No, I didn't. Um, Dave, uh, David Bizarland is who my the person running for it as well. He's, mm-hmm. you know, a 30 mm-hmm. year kind of activist person, anti anti-establishment person in the party. Um, he won, but you know the voter voter turnout overall was like twenty twenty nine point eight percent, and sure, wow. but actually people voting for that PCO spot was mm-hmm. actually more like one hundred and twenty people. So wow. it was very low turnout. Yeah. I, I think when people, you know, they don't really know what PCO is, and they don't right. really know the people. Right. Right. You know, it's not like other campaigns where we had signs and mm-hmm. you know right. we're commercials to radio or anything. So, um, sure. you know, I lost, but. Um, what they do is, you know, if all the precinct committee or PCO seats aren't filled, they usually disappoint someone to take another spot. So there's a possibility right. I'll still be a PCO, just not in the district right. that I live maybe, in. Maybe, you know sure. what, maybe it just means you're meant for a bigger, <laughs> you know, even though I think we learned a lot when you were on yeah. last about really the importance of that position. And many yeah. of us, you're right, don't know about mm-hmm. it. But um, I demand a recount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Well, you can. There were probably hanging chads. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure Florida had something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Flo- Florida always has something to do with but it. But we were very impressed when you were yeah. on the, Thank you. On the yeah. show. Um, 
And of course, we already knew you were coming on. But mm-hmm. before we get into your story, this is all part of your story. Yeah. What has that experience of you? You campaigned for this office; it didn't go through. What does that do to you? Like, I does it? Um, honestly, like I, I, I think that one thing I noticed with with this, I, I think overall, um, well, I've noticed in other po- political races, like in Florida or, or, or Hawaii, for the first time, I think this last pi- primary, a forty-year politician, mm-hmm. career politician, mm-hmm. um, Abercrombie, their governor, was actually taken out by a state senator. The first right. time a governor has been taken out, um, an incumbent has been taken out of the race. And I think that across the country, you're seeing people get less and less enthused about party right. or, you know, career right. politicians. And we are moving towards a change. And, you know, I don't think that that's going to be mm-hmm. a quick thing, but I do see Spokane changing a lot and moving forward in, in a more progressive sort of area or thoughts and sort of beliefs and how things are going in Spokane. Right. So I do think it's going right. to change. Um, you know, the PCO spot wasn't really a huge campaign or you're not right. out there really mm-hmm. talking to a ton of people. So right. it's not something that people are really familiar with. So I think that it's sort of, you know, it's sad that it didn't win, but, um, you know, there's there's other things, you know, that will happen sure. down the line that sure. I think are probably a little more more involved and more engaging. Right. And we'll get more right. people mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Well, and at least when you're in office, uh, you will you will appreciate that person so much, yeah. right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you understand what it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. something like this, mm-hmm. although obviously probably a blow to the spirit Mm -hmm. it just it doesn't make you do you're not you know disillusioned you know you move forward no like i i every i think you know most politicians will lose it on election on some level at some point in their life like i think i think president clinton lost his first bid for state rep in arkansas and you know other people right there's you see a long you know i think i think it's like two percent of people who run for office actually win and win their spot right so Mm -hmm. the majority of people who run for office are going to lose at some point in their life i think your next campaign song needs to be the anastasia song (laughs) yeah you paid your dues (laughs) that'll just play (laughs) if you would like me to sing Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. before your anytime you do a speech i'm there so (laughs) i mean you don't have to ask (laughs) so as we move forward you um had a very successful website, mm-hmm. hipster.com. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of press. It was very sleek, too. Thank very you. sleek website. But before we get into what's going on with the website, mm-hmm. let's talk about organically where this began mm-hmm. for you. Um, well, I, I, me and my family, my, well, my mother and um, brothers moved here in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we grew up in Spokane, so I just have always loved Spokane, you know, as a kid. Um, but my mom's always been very... Um, progressive her in her politics and just the mm-hmm. way she, you know the mm-hmm. way she lived her life um so i got involved doing you know different campaigns volunteering at a really early age so like you know al gore and john Kerry, and mm-hmm. i remember um right before it was actually i think it was the time cantwell murray and um oh, wow. greg were all, all running together they were here in spokane mm-hmm. uh they did a consolidated campaign and they were actually at the little the bus the bus station back there and they had a big thing set up and i remember going to that first um rally here in spokane so i remember when mm-hmm. they all began mm-hmm. um so you know that was you know 20 years ago almost i was gonna say were you five <laughs> wow. yeah i was young yeah, yeah. I was like, he was <laughs> maybe 18 yeah. years yeah so it's been a long time um so you know, I remember just mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. had that kind of passion for Spokane. Um, and in 2003, my um, my mom and her husband, my, my dad, uh, started the local planet here in Spokane. And it was mm-hmm. a really successful alternative magazine similar to the Inlander um, sure. that was here in Spokane for about four years. Um, huh. So I always I was surrounded by politics, progressive issues and um, media from a long mm-hmm. young age. So. Uh, in 2000, well, there was a lot of other things you know, that happened. It's, um, sure. But uh, the reason I started Hipster was uh, 2009. Um, I was diagnosed with HIV. Um, 
So my best friend Jesse and I were kind of scouring the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you do now. When you find something out, you just kind of right, right, look right, over, try course, to find all the information course. you can. Um, and we found a lot of sites that were okay, you know, like The Body or H- um, there were HIV Plus and, you know, all these different things that they were right. they were great. They had information, but they didn't really connect to us on any kind of level. And mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, we got the basics that we needed to know, but that's about mm-hmm. all we had. Mm-hmm. So we we basically just within six months of my six months of my diagnosis, we cured Hipster, um, and our our first online issue was an online magazine. It was with um, Bruce LeBruce. He's a director. Yeah. We had oh, an sure. interview with him um, right when Auto or Up with Dead People came out. It's kind oh of a zombie God. porn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we were able to get him on the, one of the mm-hmm. first issues. We did a, you know, I the first piece I wrote was there's a magazine called Butt Magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wrote a piece um, called The Tattoo. And it's actually, I have, when my mom. I was pa- going to say. My yeah. mom passed away in um, 2000. It would have been 2003, mm-hmm. so a couple. It was about two years after the local planet started, and I got her initials. Well, I got my initials um, on my left or my left hand, and um, when I was diagnosed with HIV, I got a positive sign on my um, right wrist. Mm-hmm. So you can. So I, I wrote a piece called The Tattoo for Butt, Butt Magazine, and um, it ended up being mm-hmm. their most commented on. I was going to say the, you yeah, got a lot of respect had. when that came out. It was about you know I think they had 10,000 something comments. Um, wow. They ended up unfortunately taking it down because they went in a new direction and didn't want to have HIV on the site, which is kind of upsetting. But um, sure, sure. That's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. they're kind of a, a weird sex positive magazine, so I mm-hmm. think I thought they would have been more accepting, but it kind of right unfortunate. Mm. But um, so that was the first piece we actually put on um, the site, and then the interview Bristol Bruce, Bruce. We had a couple other small movie reviews and things like that. Um, but every year it kind of steadily grew, um, and then. This year, we've had um, a little over a million readers in total in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, a regular regular circulation of about 7,000 a day at this That's point. Amazing. But unfortunately, uh, to everyone who's listening, they can't really check it out right now. We've <laughs> yeah. I have possibly, <laughs> we've <Yeah>. possibly <laughs> lost actually all of history, which oh my it's goodness. sad. Um, well, you very, say yeah. that and explain to us because you still have your Twitter. <clears throat> we, still have mm-hmm. hi- we still have our Twitter and we have our Facebook. Sure. And, right. you know, there are hipster stories on other sites, so it's not lost. Like it's right. there, but um, the hipster site that I that I built over the last few years is technically gone. But that it's a definitely a sad thing. But mm-hmm. we are kind of in the spot where we were looking to do something new with it, anyways. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, we changed servers and you lost it. But we are kind of in this time where we're hoping to get to do some new cool stuff with it. So, so we were so kind of ready for a revamp yeah. anyway. Yeah. 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 And and you'd say you're looking at new things. Like, what, mm-hmm. what, what would be a new thing that you would do on it? You know, what, yeah. what's, what's well, that look like? Give us ideas because we're yeah. doing the same thing. Oh right yeah, now. okay, yeah. definitely. Well, one of the we things we did in New York was mm-hmm. we had um, we focused more doing our like social media engagement, yeah. doing smaller things, but then actually getting involved with community events. Mm-hmm. So we co- with Gay Men's Health Crisis in New York, we co-sponsored the um, the 2013 AIDS Walk. And um, the first ever mayoral HIV candidate forum in New York City. So we had all of the candidates for mayor except for um, uh, Christine Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. current mayor. We had every all the candidates come and they spoke about HIV for the first time together. You know, at GMHC. So it was a right. huge thing. We had like CNN was there. It was it was a big deal. We had tons of media. Um, and the the. 2013 AIDS Walk, they, we raised in total um, like $5.5 million for New York City HIV oh, and AIDS. Wow. Um, 
so that's something I want to bring here to Spokane, like sure. getting involved yeah. with actually different communi community organizations, the right. Spokane AIDS Network, or um, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. just the Health District. I emceed the World AIDS Day event here this last year. Um, so just getting more involved with the community is something that I think we should definitely be doing. Um, so one of the things we will probably we'll launch sort of a more scaled down site that just sort of has you know sure quick sure, kind yeah. of blog entries. Um, right. We're not exactly sure how it's going to look, but um, mm -hmm. we want to mm -hmm. focus more on the sort of advocacy and part of it, um, right. getting more involved with the community and and less being, you know, this thing that because you you know you people don't spend a ton ton of sites on websites. You're on your phone. You're on sort right. of smaller um, right. Buzzfeed is just a whole bunch like crazy. Oh yeah, people yeah. just yeah. go through things like yeah. crazy. So we want to fit that more so sure. people sure just. Well, you mentioned, you know, Hipsters <coughs> was great and is on these other uh, social networks. Mm -hmm. um, this great resource for, you know, like you said, when you, I read a bunch of, in my research, read a bunch of articles about, you know, what a, a jarring day that is when you found yeah. out, you know, when your doctor mm -hmm. says, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And then you find out that you're positive and you hear that for the first time. As you are this just everyday gay man mm -hmm. now you're positive so much has changed since the 80s when it first yeah. began even though we still have the ban at the fda mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. what do you see you know we've there's been a lot of talk over the last few years that because now people are living mm -hmm. you know they don't yeah. have to it's not a death sentence yeah um the whole viewpoint of having hiv has changed mm -hmm. and can tend to encourage risky behavior but how do you see the world viewing hiv now um I think that I think that you're correct in the, in the you know people are they have this this mindset you know mm -hmm. well you know it's it's a manageable thing now and there's this you don't have to be worried as much I th you know and I, I understand that and I feel like that's a great thing you know there's the prep just recently came out and they're using yeah. that as right. as a you know right. prevention tool um, one of the things that kind of upsets me and and a, an example I can think of right off the top of my head is about a thousand people have died in Africa recently with Ebola. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and the WHO has just put out this international alert basically saying, you know, this, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. a big deal. We're still having 15,000 people in the U.S. die every year of AIDS. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. 32,000 people are being diagnosed every year with AIDS mm -hmm. still. Um, and 50,000 people are being diagnosed with HIV every year. And that's been a cons consistent thing for, you know, since basically, right. well, the diagnosis, the first few years where there's a higher rep, uh, infection rate. So there are still tons of people who are being infected. So mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. don't think it's fair. Like when people, they get excited and say, we're, you know, we're over this and this is right. going forward. Right. I think we do need to be very careful and cautious because that's still a lot of people who are getting sick and dying exactly. still. And, and, you know, the medicine is, ridiculously expensive if you don't have insurance mm -hmm. um and you have to be yeah. adherent to it as well so it's a medication you take one pill a day every day for the rest of your life right. or mm -hmm. a cocktail of medications so it's a huge thing so i think especially younger gay people they they kind of they never realized or went through you know the the really bad part of this disease the 80s and early 90s right um, right, right i didn't you know i didn't either but um I never met two of my uncles who both, they both passed away before I was born. You know, I've, I've always had it in my life or knew something right. about it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that people need to be really cautious still, younger people, and they need to right. be very, you know, very adamant about using condoms and safe sex and, sure. and staying exactly. informed because, you know, it, the, the largest amount of people right now are men who sleep with men and they're the people on like in that 18 to 25 range who are the mm -hmm. highest people being diagnosed mm -hmm. right now. Exactly. Sergey, listen. I, I'm very <laughs> interested. <laughs> right. Listening. No, but I find that yeah, fascinating. You know, definitely. Sergey and I, um, 
a bunch of us got together and we watched The Normal Heart mm-hmm. when it came yeah. out yeah. on HBO way that back. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. And one of the things yeah. was that was said mm-hmm. by you because mm-hmm. you're younger in the gay community was I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? And that I think that represents a lot of the young people mm-hmm. too. No idea. Well, yeah, I think I think that's that's really, you know how would yeah. how would you know? Really, exactly. it's not yeah. something you hear in school. You don't mm-hmm. you know right. And mm-hmm. do you think that the media has played some role in in the I guess the lack of new information because oh, yeah. it's no longer mm-hmm. the hot topic mm-hmm. and because now it's manageable and now they're like oh that's boring that's not sensational yeah. right. so do you think the med- media has some responsibility in that Definitely it's it's definitely mm-hmm. romanticized now you know we mm-hmm. have the you know AIDS walks and and, right. sure. and and you see it in movies it's always you know the one gay person who mm-hmm. you know something really bad tragically happens to him like Tom Hanks or something you know and, right. and they always put mm-hmm. it with you know risky sex and it's just there's this one kind of s- character that, that is always sort of there and and it, the normal heart was you know the first time in years that there was any movie out that was really about hiv well i guess there was the one with um matthew mcconaughey um oh Dallas yeah, Byers Dallas Club. Byers but, yeah, but yeah. again like a lot of people you know they don't really see anything other than those instances mm-hmm. and they don't you don't really get the full picture of what happened and mm-hmm. um i think that um you know, you, when you a majority of younger people these days, you know, you see cartoons like South Park and and mm-hmm. um, Family Guy where they yep. make age jokes or HIV jokes all the time. Yeah, you know, yes, so it's constantly. just kind of a laughing stock thing. It's yeah, not, right. you know, and yeah. and then you know, you if you do hear about things, you hear about how medications are coming up and you can take mm-hmm. these pills, and it does mm-hmm. seem like it's not a really big deal anymore. And and you know, you don't hear about it unless you take a college course in like right. medical right. history or something. Yeah. You're not really going to yeah. know. You're, well, and coming from you know, when we first started talking about, we started talking about you at our. F- we're nine months old, I believe, today. Mm-hmm. Back at our first meeting, way back when the show was way different, back in December, we talked about having you on the show. So we've been talking about this forever. Sure. But one of the things that I mm-hmm. maybe we can in the future. But what is fascinating to me is we talk about it, and those of us who aren't positive and we talk about what we know which mm-hmm. really we don't live with this every day yeah. we have no idea yeah um you know is to walk through a day what is it what is it like i mean you're a you're a modern man mm-hmm. who happens to be hiv positive yeah. what is it like now what's mm-hmm. your daily routine mm-hmm. um well every every morning well i actually i just switched my cocktail so i'm actually i'm taking one pill at night now but it, for the last five years i was taking uh two pills in the morning, two pills at night and, uh, or three pills at night. So five pills a day. Um, you know, I go, I see my doctor once or twice mm-hmm. every month, have to get blood mm-hmm. every month. Um, right. I, I'm engaged right now, but when I was single, you know, there's this basically every time you really, uh, especially, well, and I'll talk about criminalization in a minute, but, um, yeah. you know, literally every time you meet someone, you know, who's not a friend or you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're meeting someone that you want to date or you, you know, possibly want to sleep with, mm-hmm. there's this re sort of coming out you have to do. Um, and that can be really hard for people. Mm -hmm. For me, it has been a little easier because I literally have it on my arm, you know, my Mm -hmm. sleeve. So, and you're all over the internet. And I, I, you know, hipster, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm very open (laughs) about it. And, um, you know, I've always, you know, if people ask what I do, I'm with hipster and that kind of figures that out. But a lot of people, you know, you're basically having to come out every time you meet someone else, someone new. Mm -hmm. So there's a huge, you know, problem you know there's just sort of self-esteem issues that people get and, the, and anxieties and um so it, it really changes your whole way of life you have to think about you know you're having to tell people all the time mm-hmm. and you're having to be careful or cautious like what happens if you cut your finger you know right, right how people yeah. are going to act um you know i've had family members who like during it was this it was two christmases ago um mm-hmm. uh, i was with a really good friend and her mom and um 
I took a sip of her water on accident, and I remember her mother saying, "Oh, like don't drink Heidi's water, you know." I don't oh, want her to wow. get. Yeah, and you know this wow. is a, a Those older are, person who's totally yeah. accepting and sure. loving and understanding, right. but just really didn't know. Right. Accepting so. and loves you, but we, you know, if you're not educated about, oh it, yeah, yeah, you have no, you, yeah, you, know, you have to be informed exactly. Well, and it also proves that although we've come mm-hmm. so far, the stigma yeah. is still out yeah. there. Oh yeah, definitely. You it's, know, it's huge. So I think that's amazing. I think what's fascinating about your story is you are diagnosed positive, mm-hmm. and like six months later. You do this gigantic proactive thing, and you yeah. and your best friend put up a website. That's not tip the typical reaction. No, it's you know, not. and yeah. I think that's something to be committed on. And by the thank way, you. really quick, congratulations! Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think thank that's you. really great. So everybody who saw his picture online, okay, calm down now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but do you like you say you go to the doctor? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. times a month or whatever. Yeah. D- you're you're healthy, and things are. What's as you look forward? What do you see? Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. There's, um, I, I really, I'm, I'm happy to be back at Spokane. So I, mm-hmm. I, I do want to sort of get hipster re- refocused and mm-hmm. re-energized. Um, and um, I, 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 do, I really do hope we can get the site back as well. But, um, right. you know, that's something I'm going to be working on this next sure. week. Um, but there's a lot of things at Spokane. One of the issues that I've been working on, um, and I, I briefly mentioned a minute ago was um, HIV criminalization. That's a huge mm-hmm. thing here in Washington. And one of the one of the things that I really want Hipster to get involved with, we co-sponsored the first um, HIV is Not a Crime conference this summer that was in Iowa. Um, people from all over the world, hundreds of people from all over the world came to talk about HIV mm-hmm. criminalization. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk to us about, I, <coughs> uh, to yeah. be honest with you, when I was doing the research, it was the first time I'd actually read that because I think a lot of us don't yeah, know. And yeah. that's another, it's yeah. another education that people need to be aware of. It's um, right now, there's a, a criminal statute in Washington state um, that makes it well. And, and it sounds like it should be something on, on the when you hear it, you know, s- that if you don't disclose your mm-hmm. HIV status mm-hmm. to someone and you sleep with them, you can be prosecuted with a felony assault charge um, up to 15 years in jail, a ten thousand right. dollar fine and registering as a sex offender for the rest of your life. Um, oh, my gosh. But wow. they don't the bill doesn't take in any kind of consideration it's basically a one size fits all so right. sure. say you know like my ins- for, like we'll just use me as an example mm-hmm. like um i am undetectable um i take my medication every day mm-hmm. um you know I'm, I'm for the most part you know healthy um if i was to you know meet someone at a bar i had a couple drinks and it just kind of spaced my mind you know it's not mm-hmm. a huge deal and honestly if you just make out with someone and they get afraid they can call the police and say, well, he didn't tell me he has HIV. Right. You need to arrest him. And it doesn't matter if you actually expose them, if you did anything that could wow. transmit or not. Right. Um, so kissing, all anything, anything, even things that aren't are proved not to be right. um, sure. Sure, yeah. a, like ways to uh, transmit HIV, you can huh. still be charged with that. Um, and people are charged with it. Um, sure. There are definitely instances where I think in the intent is there and people are right. doing it maliciously, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Currently, there's only one state, and that's Iowa, that actually changed their laws. Um, But there are, I think, 32 states that have criminalization bills on the books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like me, another fear-based... Um, it is mm-hmm. and right a fair based exactly law, just like started. the FDA. It's and that's the exactly, same. Thing. That's yeah. why the, that's where the all the laws came out right after HIV and AIDS came right, into right, the country, right. and they were made because there was this huge panic and fear. Um, and I, oh, I, and nineteen, 
I have that right here. Um, when when HIV and AIDS first um, started, you know, showing up in in the country, so in the mm -hmm. early 80s, mm -hmm. um, well, I guess 95. This sorry, it was a little after. So this towards mm -hmm. the end, 44% mm -hmm. of the country said that HIV and AIDS was the largest medical concern in the in the country. It was the biggest right. deal. Sure, um, sure. Currently, in 2011, that number was down to 5%. Wow, wow. I think that it's a it's a, a Sure. Don't you think national it's just don't talk about it anymore? Yeah. When, and then when you do, you hear about how we're mm -hmm. about to get a cure exactly. or AIDS is gone. Right. And, you know, yeah. now it, and, and now it's just HIV and everything's fine. Right. But, you know, we're still getting 50,000 people mm -hmm. who are or mm -hmm. 32,000 right. people a year who and are getting diagnosed with AIDS. And it's still affecting your mm -hmm. life. Yeah. And it's still, and exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's not, right. yeah. It, it's it's got to be infuriating that people who are not living with it every day are the ones that are creating laws. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. It's almost like another layer to the whole fight as uh, LGBT individuals mm -hmm. yeah. with mm -hmm. marriage and adoption. Mm -hmm. It's a whole other level that even as as uh, gay men, we don't always understand. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I think that you just brought up like the, the people making the laws. And, and it's it's kind of crazy. There is actually um, there's only been there have only been like three people who have been openly HIV positive elected into government. So they're <laughs> and they're not even they're not any. There's a state senator, I think, in New York. There's mm -hmm. a, there's mm -hmm. currently right mm -hmm. now there's only one person. That's uh, my friend Corey Johnson in New York. Nice. the council person. But um, there was a state senator. You know, I think there's a maybe a state rep in California, but it's there mm -hmm. really hasn't been much. Sure, so sure. Um, there's still a lot of work to do on HIV and AIDS in the country. Mm -hmm. It's it's. Mm -hmm. um, still a you know a huge issue that's affecting right. the people in the country and just even just if you want to look at it in like a financial aspect it, it mm -hmm. costs so much money mm -hmm. to, to care for someone who has hiv is because for the most part people are getting diagnosed um 40 of lgbt youth are homeless or 40 yeah. of youth mm -hmm. in the country are mm -hmm. homeless mm -hmm. and they're lgbt or sorry so 40 percent right, of right. homeless right. youth yeah, are, yeah. are yeah. lgbt yes. yeah. um and of those people the statistics shows that like 90 percent of them engage in survival sex just to try right. to get money right. or to try to get, you know, somewhere to stay mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. a night. Um, and a large majority also, um, so th there's in bigger cities, I don't, I'm sure it happens in Spokane, but you don't hear about it as much, but there's actually a, a huge thing where younger, um, mm -hmm. younger men and women are sleeping with people with HIV trying to get it. So they'll get services, housing or right. medical or, mm -hmm. you know, money for food. Wow. So, wow. um, I, I'm not sure exactly what number that is, but it's, it's something really prevalent when I was living in New York. Mm -hmm. sure. Um, so, you know, there's still a lot of work to do. Right. Well, and the scary thing is, so they're doing this so they get these services, but it's still hard to get. I mean, like you said earlier, it health care. Yeah. It still costs a mm -hmm. fortune. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. If you're out there and you have no immediate access to the health care that you need because it's you have to stay up yeah. on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're really if you're not treated. Yes, it's manageable. But if you're not treated, yeah. it's going to kick you in the oh, rear. Yeah. And, you know, it, mm -hmm. yeah. If, if you don't get treated, you, you'll still get you'll end up getting sick. You know, right. Sure. There's still the possibility yeah, yeah. of dying. Yeah. Um, Currently, right now, the, the procedure with your diagnosis, you start on medication immediately, the day of mm -hmm. your diagnosis, and you start mm -hmm. taking medication mm -hmm. and go from right. there. So, you know, if you're homeless and you don't have somewhere to go, it's right. not going to be yeah. easy to get right into a doctor. No. Yeah. And how yeah. do you know? You know, the goal, you know, until it's cured is undetectable, like yeah. you, mm -hmm. you mentioned. And you're never going to know if yeah. you don't have mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, I really don't you feel like I really feel like it's it's even a bigger issue. We need to also start addressing the homeless mm -hmm. issue. We have yeah. to start. Yeah. You exactly. know, it's like yeah. it just keeps going down and, and down and know, down the line. I think it all starts with education. I think I, that's exactly. that's what it is. It's educating 
everybody, yeah. not only the youth, but everyone in uh-huh. of yeah. the yeah. one point five or one point one five million people yeah. in the U.S. who have um, HIV, fifteen or almost sixteen percent of them right. people don't know their status at all, sure. right? And that's almost two hundred thousand people. And there are still people afraid to find out their status. Oh yeah, and well, and that, that was one thing we talked about. Uh, HIV is not a crime conference. Is right. there? having criminalization actually pushes people away from wanting to find out if they're positive or not. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. If you sleep sleep with a lot of people and you, you think you're at risk, mm-hmm. um, there are some people who know that they're at risk and yeah. they don't get tested because they're like, well, if, you know, if I find out I have HIV, then, right. Know, they're scared of not getting services or what could happen right. to them, what their exactly. family's going to do, what mm-hmm. stigmas are all out there. Um, but the, the scary thing is that there have actually been people charged who don't know their status, but because they slept with a whole bunch of people, prosecutors right. have used that against them and said, well, you should have known you haven't, you didn't, sure, you know, you sure. weren't healthy with yourself and you exactly. slept with this other person. So mm-hmm. it's, so it's a mess out there. There's so many angles. Um, mm-hmm. I love yeah. that you're not yeah. giving up on history, although it's, you know, we <laughs> all go through these. There's still, uh, cross mm-hmm. your fingers, there's still some hope it might, right. might be able to resurrect it. Um, sure. I'm working right. with the, the small, the hosting company in Florida, but. Um, See, that's amazing. And I think, you know, you're still out there trying to, in whatever way you can, educate the public. Right. Um, in a minute, I want to talk about your political aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked r- briefly mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. there are not a, a lot of openly HIV positive people out there. Yeah. You are you are known for your very uh, liberal views. Mm-hmm. You've never mm-hmm. backed down to say what <laughs> they are. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that, what the... Um, you know what we can do in Spokane to help get the word out Definitely. for that. But if you'll uh, bear with us through a music break, okay, um, we're going to keep you on. And you should feel special because <laughs> typically it's over now. Oh, great! Thank you. <laughs> it's like a bad date. We're like, okay, we're dead. Bye bye. <laughs> no, but would like to keep you. Um, would like to keep you on. So, Sergey, why don't you tell us what we're going to listen to? We're going to come back with Brad Crelia. Um, he'll finish out the show with us. All right. So on right now, we're going to listen to Origin of Love. And this is Neil Patrick Harris. And this singing? is because Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. just ended his uh, Tony Award winning run on Broadway yep. for Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. And it's also to encourage Neil Patrick because <laughs> before the Tonys, he was talking to us about uh-huh. coming on and we were told... If he wins the Tony, you know, we're at the bottom of the list. Yeah. He won the Tony. We were very proud, so happy for him and sad mm-hmm. for us. Well, yeah. guess what? You just ended your run, so you and David get together, and then you're <laughs> going to be calling the show. Yeah. So for this is for Neil Patrick Harris. This is one of my favorite songs from the musical Hedwig and the Angry Inch. This is Origins of Love. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. And I wanted to keep my hot mess uh, promise. I am notorious for making comments and talking when the mics go on. Yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> may have like, heard that you, commentary. Yeah, that was you might have heard then. me tell Sergey, I've taken over the interview if you would yeah. like to ask anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I tend to do that. That's all right. So. You, we are with special guest in the studio, Brad Crelia, mm-hmm. our Spokane uh, co-founder, editor, hipster.com. Lots of changes happening there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, political aspirations, HIV positive. Been We've been getting a lot of good information Brad, you're back in Spokane. You've been here about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at your city that you've come home to, what do you hope as you're in politics and things? What do you mm-hmm. hope for the future for Spokane? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think we're on a really good trajectory. I hope we, that we just keep going the way that we're going. Um, you know, uh, I think we have some of the best state politicians right now mm-hmm. in the city. Like, I love, um, you know, Marcus Rosselli is amazing. Um, uh, uh, Andy Billig is amazing. Mm-hmm. The council president, John Snyder. We have some really amazing leaders in the town, um, or in Spokane. Mm-hmm. 
so I would love to see it just continue on with that. Um, I think that I, one of the things I think Spokane does need, and I guess it kind of supports me a little, is I think we do need a younger a younger sort of voice in Spokane. Sure. I yeah. do think we need a, a, a queer leader in Spokane. Mm -hmm. um, we do. We have a huge LGBT population um, in Spokane. Um, it's one of the higher majorities in Spokane. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we've been voted one of the gayest cities. We have a huge, yeah. you know, a huge gay right. community. We have a lot of active people, like with, I'm on the board of Odyssey Youth Center. There's some amazing people mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be joining the Spokane AIDS Network board. There's amazing people there. The health, our health department is amazing. Sure. Um, you know, we have amazing, we have Elk Fest, Bloomsday. Yeah. You know, the, the color the color run was just oh, yeah. the last yeah. week. Um, they do Iron Man out in, Co in mm -hmm. Coeur d'Alene now. Mm -hmm. You know, we just have this really Im just amazing things that happen during the year. And I really hope that we just keep pushing those things. And, and then as we explore, you know, I-502 and the money from um, marijuana coming mm -hmm. in to right, Spokane, right. Um, there's a potential for a ton of money to come in on that. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's going to bring tourism up and, and just th that whole industry is going to be booming out here. Sure. Um, and then you, I see a lot of younger people who are starting businesses here and who are coming back. Um, fellows co-working office spaces just down the street. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Luke Baum, Baumgarten, who did um, Terrain, and some of those people started yeah. that. And Terrain is another awesome thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's a lot of really great ideas that are going forward, and I just hope that you know we keep those things going and, and younger people get more involved and come back to Spokane and really get in, um involved and, and mm -hmm. active with mm -hmm. moving Spokane into a way more progressive politically and social ways. We talked months ago, we had a show on gay, what we called gay migration, which yeah. was people saying there's nothing to do. Yeah. There's nothing for the gay community here. Mm -hmm. Then this are, this thing comes out calling us one of the gayest cities. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of us were like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm we not are. going anywhere, but it's <coughs> nice to know there's, mm -hmm. I have people out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. The yeah. funny um, thing though is every city that I've lived, you know, I've lived in Seattle, San Francisco, mm -hmm. New York and mm -hmm. Portland for a while. Gay city, uh, gay people in every city say that there's nothing to do, and they yeah. and they don't like yeah. it. Thank in the you, right. exactly. We <laughs> always say I was just in, look. I was mm -hmm. in like I was in Fire Island when I lived in New York, and there's some oh, guys wow. who are like, oh, I come here every summer, and there's nothing to do here. Like nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> are you really? kidding me? You're <laughs> on Fire <laughs> You're on Fire Island. Island. <laughs> you know, there's like a. <laughs> A party everywhere, that, and I really constantly. think it's in perspective, and it's in we get used to what our routines, yeah. and we don't mm -hmm. look outside. Everyone it. thinks the city they live in is, is dumb is, and horrible, yes, and yeah. they want to move somewhere else. But we, Spokane, we have, you know, we ha I guess we did have a few others, but there's, you know, like a gay bar. Mm -hmm. You know, there's three or four bars that are pretty much gay bars that are they're just really accepting. Right. You know, sure. Andy's. Yeah. Herbs, ah, you know, there's there's all kinds of great, you know, place. great organizations. Um, nine, great because we are always nine, talking yeah. about nine. I love <coughs> nine. Yeah. So, but then you know we have plenty of colleges. Mm -hmm. You know, we have mm -hmm. great different industries. We have great shopping, great food. You know, amazing events. And you know, Spokane's thing is, um, you know, we're great and we're next to nature. Or I, I right, right, yeah. You know, yeah. but it is really we live in a beautiful city, and we have all these right. Great and things if you listen to Siri earlier, he climbed up Mount Everest over in Idaho <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, but there is so much and yeah. we need and it's affordable. the and it, energy mm -hmm. in here to to promote that. I mean, yeah. we need people like you out in there and it does sound like whether you go into <laughs> politics or not, you're on every board in the city. So, <laughs> something's going to change mm -hmm. and it's what we try to do mm -hmm. on outspoken, which is start the conversation, start talking about what's Def out yeah. there. Show 
you know, the perspectives we have on the air. And educate, honestly. Yeah. And Ourselves educate. and everyone else. We are the first to say we are ignorant on a lot of things, oh, but that's absolutely. why we want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, we probably should just bring Brad on and have him be our political correspondent. <laughs> we have a lot <laughs> exactly. of opinions about politics. Yeah. We don't, we just know what we researched yeah, about exactly. it. And we've been, of course, talking about, let's remind everybody, religious liberties in India. We talk about it every week. All the time. Um, so we should probably have someone who knows something. <laughs> yeah. That's That's also on there. But... As you look forward mm-hmm. to, uh, you're so involved. Do you ever worry? You're so involved with hipster and all of this. Uh, since your diagnosis, do you ever worry that you you define you are pigeonholing yourself mm-hmm. and defining yourself by HIV? Do you ever fear that? Oh, definitely. Um, and uh, you know, honestly, probably one of the reasons I um, I didn't I, I uh, just even being gay was one of the reasons that I didn't mm-hmm. ever really see myself getting into politics because when I first started getting involved at a younger age in politics um, you know campaigning and volunteering with my mom mm-hmm. um, when I was a young, younger kid you know there weren't any gay politicians and it was still you know 10 years ago 12 years ago mm-hmm. um, I you know I think a lot of the younger people wouldn't even realize like being accepted and being gay was something you were afraid of and you were beaten up in school and you right. know, it's not like today where you know, I think that we've we've had this huge change in a really short time, and mm-hmm. you know, you didn't see any mm-hmm. queer politicians, and you you I, you know, I can only name you know one person who is an HIV positive and mm-hmm. gay politician, and um, right. you know, so that's just not really heard of. So sure. it's always definitely been a fear, um, but you know, I, I do think Spokane. Um, I, th- I think they're ready for. I think they would easily mm-hmm. vote for someone who's a, a gay person as a, as elected official. Um, and I think that they could handle someone having HIV as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think that for the most part, um, you know, people realize those aren't really things that have to sort of define a person's character. Right. You know, they yeah. they're yeah. just part of someone's life, and they can kind of look past the personal what? aspects and and really go for what the person's mm-hmm. fighting and for, I what think they believe in. Speaking of someone you you've you've met and worked on the campaign, but speaking of another that's kind of the same thing, which is a woman running for president. They said how mm-hmm. many times? Yeah. Well, are you worried? You know that this is defining yeah. you, or this is yeah. and Hillary Clinton, which you've worked on her mm-hmm. campaign before. Yeah, I worked for for about a year or a few different. States. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same question, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, we just change the, it's like Mad Libs, and we just have mm-hmm. a little blank line, yep. and we just change what's yeah. in there. But if you're, America isn't ready until you do it, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the people, I, I, one thing I remember, um, uh, some com- I read a story when Hillary was running, was actually talking about the people who say that to her, the, the media, pe- the people who ask her those questions, and I probably think it'd be the same people who would be asking me are straight mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. older men. Right. <laughs> it's yep. the pe- like we just talked about people making yeah. laws for people yep. with exactly. HIV who so don't saying, have oh, well, it, don't understand it. You shouldn't run. You, a woman shouldn't be into politics. You know, a gay person right. shouldn't be in politics. A black right. person shouldn't be president. You right. Know, it's yeah. the same yeah. people who are been, you know, running the show for so long mm-hmm. that it basically mm-hmm. got us mm-hmm. to where we're at. And it's not really a great spot to be in. So no. right. um, I think yeah, people, no, it's not. You're, you're seeing this, you know, ready for war in people who are very progressive. They're kind of almost the sort of counter of the tea mm-hmm. party. We're getting mm-hmm. these people who are moving away from the centerist sort of mentality and they're leaving right, the right. the middle ground and they're going to the two sort of opposites because they're getting upset with just the same old story. And I think they are ready for something new and some new people to take over in the country and kind of move us mm-hmm. in the right way. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, you're seeing that with, 
you know, just with a lot of different people. So well, I, I think, think it's it time we start deciding that maybe Americans should run for office, and that's everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Right. And it's less we d- we define yep. and we yep. gay people are really good at putting people in little boxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and I think it's just time time that we do that. If you, c- Sergey, do you have a question? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh, Sergey's on the right, show too. Did right, you know that? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Um, I'm just going to give you a glare, but it's okay. Okay, okay. Good. It's <laughs> um, the Sergey Death Club. No, uh, you know, it, education I think is a huge thing, but um like what 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 would be an experience that you would, you know, want to enlighten our listeners on? You know, maybe us just, you know, Those of us who sit here, we don't yeah, go through exactly, your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, cuz <laughs> obviously we don't know what that's like. What would so you want someone to know yeah. who's just out there? I mean, maybe there's, there's a, a lot of boy maybe there's a lot of ignorant questions you get, you know. Hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Oh wow! No, not um, on this show, but I <laughs> mean, <laughs> in um, life. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, gonna put you on. Would the you, wait, right wait. Here. Would you say that's a good question? <laughs> yeah, no, it is a good question. Uh, thank I, you. I okay, so. there we go. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> we have a tally. Every time a guest okay. says that was a good question, that we're like, question. <gasps> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. We're up to six now. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Honestly, um, that, that's a really hard one. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Where's our Jeopardy music? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling like that. I'm like, oh, no, not at all. I, I don't know. That's kind of a hard one. Um, so someone who's sitting there, you know, dating right now happens a lot online. Mm-hmm. You meet someone. What do you want them to know? The one thing is uh, uh, with, with HIV, a lot, of, uh, um, a lot of people, they feel really alone and they feel like mm-hmm. they have to keep this to their self. And that's one of the main reasons I started with Hipster is just to be very open and out with it. Because if you get rid of that fear and that stigma that you have about being positive mm-hmm. or about being, you know, sex positive or just about, you know, like hiding something about yourself, like mm-hmm. you're going to eventually put that negative sort of stigma that everyone else is putting onto it. And, and I think that just sort of being open and, uh, and honest with people about who you right, are is, is right. always sort of the best recipe. And that's going to lead to... You know, just yourself being happier and being right. more informed and being able to get that, ex- 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 right. you know, education and knowledge and sort of move right. on with your mm-hmm. life. And um, a lot of people sort of, you know, hide behind and don't want everyone to know what's going on with them. And that could be really lonely and, af- and afraid for people or, you know, right. keep them in a, in a bad position. So and mm-hmm. people tend to um, treat you the way you show them to treat exactly, you. And yeah. if you haven't found that, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is just a piece mm-hmm. and not all there. of me. Yeah. So I think that's really important, just being you know, sure. open and honest. And, you know, pe- y- there are a lot of accepting people out there who will, you know, mm-hmm. help you mm-hmm. and, and put you on the right path if you, you know, just. Exactly. And out there, there are it. young men out there who go out and start websites and they go out and start. Right. And I, I think it's amazing when I my very first partner years ago was the president of the uh, AIDS coalition in, in Wenatchee. Mm. And I learned a great deal back in those days. But what I learned the most was mm-hmm. he had, and back then especially, he had to be brave every day. Yeah. And he had to just show that he was living his life and this was his, that's mm-hmm. the only thing, as we learn on this show, that changes people's minds. Yep. It's the only way in this country we're going to change laws mm-hmm. to yeah. protect LGBT people, people with HIV, is to get up every day and live our lives and show that we're not the mask they put Definitely. on yeah. us. Even though Michelle Bachman might say <laughs> that our mask has slipped and then she tells us yeah. all these things we didn't know about our agenda. That yeah. I or that we're a myth. <laughs> or, or we get told yeah. today we did we do a Crazy mm-hmm. Bee Award. 
And for someone who gives the greatest quote, and so we did give that away today to a Christian radio host, who told us that we're a myth. So in case you didn't know, today is all about (laughs) unicorns and rainbows, um, (laughs) because we are a myth. So she got the Crazy Bee Award. Now, we do want to thank Brad Crelia for Mm -hmm. taking time to be with us in the studio and outspoken. And I think we're just going to have to ask you back. (laughs) I have 5,000 other questions in my head, just Mm -hmm. so everybody knows, about a bazillion a bazillion things. I feel like I'm creating a segment in my head that yeah. we're just going to make Brad's segment <laughs> and have him on every now and then. But sure. before we let him go and go somewhere, maybe we need mm-hmm. another song. And I don't know if Sergey has one. Um, I can sure find one real quick. Let's do this one. Just Let's do it's that inspir- one. I'm the uh, bleeding heart inspirational oh. man <laughs> of this show. And I used to get made fun of a lot for it. And so I got mm. rid of those people. <laughs> so I love you yeah. boys if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I do. This is in, in honor of everybody who s- gets out there and uh, fights for what they believe in, stands up just to live their life. Um, <laughs> this is, I'm getting a look from Sergey. This is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> and we give you something amazing every Sunday. And it's called Outspoken. Remember, you are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane. That's 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. We have been talking with the second hour with Brad Crelia. Um, he started at hipster.com with his best friend. Uh, he is involved in Spokane politics, and he has a lot of ideas mm-hmm. out there. So he's going to be our new uh, political pundit because <laughs> we have a lot of ideas. We're definitely not mm-hmm. pundits. Oh, yeah. We'll much. be bringing him in. So, Brad, thank you so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you so for much. For spending this great. time with us and for seeing us right out through the hour. So oh, yeah. It was really great. Thanks for having so me. Great. Yeah. And listen, because he'll be on in our future as well. Oh, definitely. Uh, next week, we will uh, be back. We'll be announcing... Um, Well, we'll be really talking about the future of the show. Right. We've gotten a lot of emails from the public asking Mm -hmm. what's going on. Two of our well-beloved hosts are no longer with us, and we still love them, wish Mm -hmm. them all the best. But we're going to be talking about what's coming up in the future. We're going to play some more drag games. More drag games. And And uh, we're going to let you call in um, next week. So be prepared to use your little dial finger, and you can be in this game with us mm-hmm. and you'll most likely beat us because we were horrible oh yeah, uh, yeah we you, apparently you have sure no will. drag iq yeah. at all so <laughs> nova kane will have to come back and mm-hmm. and uh teach us but mm-hmm. until then please stay tuned for more great shows on kyrs and we will see you next week <laughs>